Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we will be talking about the importance of recognizing the different seasons in our life. And today I'm joined by a fellow mom who is the founder and CEO of Zielo Studio. Did I pronounce it correctly? Yes. Wonderful. Basically offering business and mindset coaching for female entrepreneurs using a technique she developed, which combines her deep business expertise with psychology and spirituality. Please welcome Laura Katanen. Thank you so much, Anna. It's a pleasure being here with you and to talking to all of your guests and audience. That's awesome. And I'm super excited about today's chat because I feel that, um, you know, as moms, we go through so many different seasons in our life. And very often we fail to recognize, you know, it results in a lot of like frustrations and and feeling overwhelmed because we just fail to adjust, you know, our lifestyle. So I'm excited to chat about the topic today, but you have an amazing story. So before we jump into that, do you mind sharing a little bit about your story? Absolutely. So I was in corporate for a very long time. And when I met my husband, I had this, I had come up against a crossroad in my life. He was getting transferred to a location where my uh, corporation didn't have offices. And I had reached that point in my life where I was feeling very burnt out and a little confused as to what I was supposed to be doing. I really felt like my life purpose was not being fulfilled. So I said yes to love. And that meant that I took a detour from my corporate life. And it was a very difficult decision, but really, really beneficial to my growth. It's kind of what sparked and started my journey of awakening. And from there, I became a wife and then a mother and then an entrepreneur all in the span of a few months. So a lot of big changes. So talk about different seasons, you know, just going through one of those changes can be quite intense for us. And so going through all of them in a very short period of time, I was extremely lost. I I broke down um, right after my son was around six weeks old and I was working right next to him. He was sleeping in his bassinet and I realized I had lost my identity. I didn't even know who I was anymore. And this prompted my spiritual awakening and I started getting a little bit more in touch with my soul and my heart. And it was hard for me. You know, we're taught as we grow up in to certain cultures, at least in my background, you know, that there's sort of one way to success. And so, you know, work hard, do the job, have really good thinking skills. And this has benefited me, but I started to realize I lost touch with my feminine side Mm. and sort of that agile part, spontaneous part, the part that's really good with intuition and following, you know, sort of the, the ebbs and flows of life. And so I had to really you know, turn off the overthinking and really get more in touch with my heart and my intuition. And I think what really kicked that into overdrive is when I had a miscarriage. So I lost a baby in between my son and my daughter. And it was very, very difficult, but it was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me in my life. Um, Because at that moment, I was introduced, the universe just knows what we need. I was introduced to an amazing woman. She became my coach and my mentor. 
And she really showed me, you know, that there are so many parts that I was not taking responsibility, full responsibility and ownership of my life. And that's the moment I decided I'm going to become the CEO of my life. Like this is there. It's too short to waste if you're not doing what you love and you're not putting all of your heart and passion into what you're, what you're building and creating for yourself, for your family. So I took sort of a year off of working and, um, developing my own business and went really deep into who do I want to become and how do I want to build all of that and it was beautiful journey and that's what brought me to where I'm at today and I decided to start uh, Zielo Studio which means soul zeal means soul in Dutch and the O stands for oneness it's the spiritual aspect and what I want to do is bring um, more of this spirituality into the business world and teach women how to ignite their passions by expanding their mind and then elevating their business and life. Mm, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. But isn't it strange how sometimes we need a little, you know, kick in the butt to, to wake up kind of and, and, and get out of that autopilot mode that we are so very well capable of, you know, going year after year after year without questioning really anything. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was just um, biking my son to school today and it, you know, it's darker in the morning, right? It's not as light anymore. And so my son was asking me, where's the sun? I want the sun to come back out. And it started to come as we were cycling and he said, mommy, there's the light. And I said, <laughs> honey, don't you worry. Anytime there's darkness, you can guarantee there'll be light. And it just was a reminder for me that every single moment like that is such a great teaching moment for our children that, that you know, darkness is temporary. And if we can stay, that, if we can keep that in our mind and know that the light is coming and just enjoy the process of wherever you are in the moment and think, you know, or feel, what am I learning here? How am I growing? It's really beautiful. That's so true. That's so true. And you recently move continents. You used to live in the States and, and now you, you move um, to the Netherlands. I mean, yeah. with kids in this crazy time, it's, you know, moving a continent is one thing, but then, you know, add the kids to it and add the, add the whole Corona or COVID-19 reality. I mean, <laughs> can you talk about, you know, how important was it to recognize that you just needed to kind of reprioritize and adjust your lifestyle? Absolutely. So my husband and I actually, we had been going back and forth on this decision for over a year. And my husband and I actually met in Amsterdam. So we had lived here before, um, but we had moved away for his career. And then his business was what ultimately was leaning us back. And we made the decision. I remember just thinking, I think it was like December or January, um, either December 2018 or January 2019. And then everything just started going in motion. It was almost like, you know, when you make a decision and it's the right one, that the universe just, universe just starts supporting and all of a sudden everything just starts um, falling into place. Just yes. boom, boom, boom. So we had put our house on the market and then like within a few weeks it had sold. And so we just knew we were on the right track. But then in the middle of everything, um, the pandemic hit and it started becoming worse and worse and worse. And we thought at one point we were, we were, we were struggling with the decision. Do we put our children on at risk? Do we put ourselves at risk and get on that plane? But thank goodness, 
for my daily practice of meditation and really getting in, in, um, getting in touch with my higher self and listening to the messages that come in. And it just, it just kept saying, Laura, this is, you've got to do this. Just go. You are safe. You are protected. And so we just kept moving forward, but you know, it was a really challenging period. You know, when we landed here in Holland, we ended up in an Airbnb for a few months. We kept extending that because we couldn't find a place because real estate was really tricky. Um, so we were, we ended up in six different locations in five months with two little kids. The last place was a hotel one, one tiny hotel room with the four of us. Um, and I really do, I am so grateful that in the midst of all that, I was also just starting Zello. And at one point I just said, you know what? I have to reshift my priorities here. I cannot assume that life is just going to um, keep going the way that it has been. I need to really prioritize my family and myself. So I just stopped social media. I stopped anything with my business. And I really just prioritized every morning time for myself, even if it was like 15 minutes to meditate and to really set my mind right and get my heart in the right place. And then the rest of the time I was focused on how is my family doing with this transition? What do they need? How can I help them? And it was the best decision because after that, you know, it was during that time period that I realized so many women put themselves last mm. and they wouldn't have done that. They would have re they would have kept prioritizing. No, but my business is important. What if I lose clients? What if I, da, 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 da. you'll come up with a million excuses, right? But what I realized through this is that actually by putting myself first, my business flourished, my life flourished. Afterwards, so many people were tapping into how did you do it? what got you through? And I was like, honestly, it was my self-care and my meditation practice. And that's when I started um, a program called Zello Daily. And it's a 30 day dose of mindset and wellness for busy boss mamas. And the whole point is to give them permission and really invite them to put themselves first for 30 days and to see if that creates a habit that they then take control and start realizing the power of it and do it themselves. Mm. And this is so powerful right there, because as I said in the beginning, I feel like, and I know we've talked about it before, but, you know, as moms, as women, we put ourselves not at the end of the list, but we're not even on that list. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's like everybody else and everything else comes comes before us. And, and we are not really thought, if you think about it, to prioritize ourselves to know what our needs are and also to be able to you know adjust or to shift or you know to say okay this is at the moment my priority or that is at the moment my priority as you said in the beginning there is just one way you know given your experience and, and knowledge and everything why you know why is it so difficult for us really as women as mom to recognize that we are going through many different seasons in our life. And, you know, with every season, we need to kind of adjust, you know, we, we can't, it's, it's simply not possible to go, you know, the way we are used to. I believe a lot of it has to do with, we have to heal generational and lineage um, sort of challenges that we inherit. Mm -hmm. And so 
actually a friend and I were just talking about this the other day. It's like, we grew up in a different environment where typically, um, and I know that culturally, you know, there, there may be a lot of different culturally, cultural differences listening, but um, typically even what I've found here um, across European landscape is that we grew up with dads who worked and moms who stayed home. And we aren't doing that. We're working and trying to figure out how to juggle that around motherhood. And we're also growing up with men who saw that their fathers were really just into work. And a lot of the times the men that I talk to, they really wanna change that and shift that, but then their inherent and core identity, which is I'm providing for this family is sort of at contradiction or there's something that they're like struggling with. Well, how do I do that? And then what's my place here, you know? So I think this generation has really been struggling to figure out what does that collaboration look like as parents and mm. how do we shift those generational differences and also live in our truth with what that looks like because it could be different for everyone and we don't have to be cookie cutters of each other. And that's kind of also what our parents sort of were trying to achieve is like, let's not stand out too much. Let's be, you know, like everybody else. And this is, so we have so much that we're trying to break through in this generation, but it's so important because our children are watching, right? And we can create um, and enable a better future for our children where there's even more of a, you know, getting to 50-50 is what I like to say with the parental workload. Um, and just how do you juggle all of that? And how do you maintain those, I have a place, I belong in the family. There's something that I'm needed for, mm. um, but maybe that those needs and those desires are different and that's okay. We don't have to look like our parents' relationship Absolutely. and our children won't look at our, look, look like our relationship. And, and so we just need to be in constant communication with each other about that in, in terms of our relationship. But also I believe that's why it's so important to empower other women mm. and not shame women for whatever they choose to do with their life. If you choose to work full-time and parent around that, or if you choose to parent full-time and put your career on hold, that is your truth. But you know, live with it and let's not shame one another for it, right? Oh, this is so powerful right there. And I remember when I, I mean, I also used to be in corporate um, and working, you know, for years and always earning my own money and, you know, um, I mean, I've been married now for 15 years. Yeah, 16 years together, 15 years married. And I remember when I decided Congrats. to, <laughs> yeah, I decided to stay home after our son was born. That was, you know, eight and a half years ago. And my husband said, listen, you need to figure that out for yourself. You know, you need to figure out what you want. Because I was always trying to, you know, kind of see, okay, which should I go back to work? Because the only option was 100%. And I was responsible for a lot of international markets. So I was traveling a lot. So I didn't know, you know, which way to go. And he was like, no, 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 no. You need to figure out what you want. You know, he didn't want to kind of push me in either direction. But I remember that, you know, when I said, okay, I'm staying home. I want to take care of my kids. I was absolutely mom shamed, you know. It was very difficult at the time, 
but in a way I'm also very grateful that it happened because you know that's when in my personal opinion is you grow so much because you realize hey listen I don't need to live my life the way you expect me to live my life or the way you want me to live my life this is my life you know and this is what I want and this is what I need to do in this particular season of my life you know it's not going to be forever but you know for these few years, this is what I want to do. So I, I completely agree with you because, you know, we're all different. We're all in different circumstances. We, uh, lifestyle, whatever, we all have different goals and no one or the other way is right, you know? There is no right or wrong. Exactly. It is just what you value and prefer that's going to help you shine your brightest. And exactly. that's the point of this life is every one of us is unique and needed here for our unique purpose. And we need to learn how to embrace that and be confident with that and stop comparing ourselves to others and what they value and then feel bad about what we value, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's really kind of narrow thinking. So that's a lot of the work I do is how to expand your thinking and expand your consciousness and really try to understand yourself more. And, you know, a lot of the times I'll work with clients who struggle with boundaries and we as moms have a hard time, right? Like we, you said, we put everyone first. And then sometimes we're afraid to put ourselves first because then we're afraid of the reaction we'll get from our children, for our husband. And this is a big one that I coach on. And it's number one, realizing and knowing without a, without a doubt that there will be emotion that you produce by setting boundaries. You will produce maybe disappointment, frustration, anger from somebody because you are saying no. And that is for you to recognize that I am not in control of somebody else's emotions, that they are allowed to feel what they feel, but that does not mean that I need to move my boundary to accommodate their feelings because I'm also right in that I can have a boundary and I can prioritize the way that I do. And we go through how to communicate that and how to manage those emotions and how to manage your emotions as well. But this is a big part of why I see women struggle with living with their truth and living in their, you know, space and how that comes up with boundaries because we're so, we're such often we're such people pleasers yes and we don't want to upset people yes especially when it comes to our kids I think that you know we're so scared that we are not going to be in their eyes this perfect mom well what is a perfect mom I'm not like I love my kids obviously you know above anything and I'll do anything for them but there are certain boundaries and I, I personally feel and I'm not a you know psychologist or anything like that but I personally feel that it's okay for them to experience you know anger or disappointment or you know all of these things and just because they get upset there is no way I'm gonna give in and say oh well yeah okay good you know if I it's you really know. important for kids to experience every emotion and same as adults I have been doing a lot of work lately with the different goddesses that really support anger. Um, Cause I was taught growing up, you know, anger is really bad. Oh, yeah. don't, you know, don't show the anger, um, but it's not bad. Actually, anger is extremely positive to have. Anger can help you, help, anger helps set a lot of policies in place or produce a lot of, um, you know, 
protests for things that, you know, we need to think about in terms of getting equality and doing, you know, things that are really thinking about humanity and so forth. So our anger can, if well-placed, if it's righteous anger can be so powerful for us. And I think more and more what I would like to see in the education system is that we are teaching kids at a very young age that every emotion is okay. And what we need to do is channel it in the right ways, right? So that's the most important thing with parenting. But hey, we all have our moments. So I'm not here to say that I'm perfect and I never get upset and yell at my kids. I do, believe me. I think that's totally normal, you know? (laughs) But it's normal. And what I want to say about it is that what you had brought up, Anna, which I think is so important for our children to know we're not perfect. Because we, I mean, how many listening might think about a time in your life where a leader or somebody you looked up to really disappointed you because you realized one day they made a mistake Mm. or they communicated something wrong. And it's like, we place this God-like, you know, sort of symbol around people that are supposed to be leaders or older than us or adults, right? But I think if we can, as parents, break that early with our children and show them that everybody walking this planet is human, that then they, we make human mistakes and we're not perfect, that I think the better off they'll be because being raised with that mindset, like adults are right and you shouldn't talk back to your teachers and you shouldn't try to argue a point, that doesn't get us anywhere, That's right? True, then, yeah. we're, then we're taught to suppress our feelings and suppress our truth, which is obviously not effective because look at the world around us today. So yeah, I think that imperfection with our children is important and just saying, you know, mommy really messed up. I'm really sorry. I lost my cool and that's not okay. And next time I'm really going to try to manage my emotions better, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I always tell my kids, you know what? It's every emotion it's okay you know being angry is just as being happy it's just as being sad you know there is no good and bad it's just how we as you said how we channel it let's see you know maybe that was not the perfect way to you know explode or whatever but I also have like with my kids when it comes to my kids and also with my you know with my husband obviously but I have absolutely no problem to apologize you know once I've if I realize that I've, you know, didn't necessarily reacted in the best way or, you know, uh, I mean, we all have our limits and, and uh, I'm not the most, well, I'm actually the least patient person probably. <laughs> but also what I started doing is um, a couple of years ago or so, maybe even longer, I don't know, is have that conversation with my kids. Well, is there something that I do that you don't like? Because I do want them to feel that, you know, it's not me just telling them, okay, you're supposed to this or that or that. But, you know, if I do something, I do want to know. And I want them to know that it's okay for them to come up to me and talk about anything. Or even in a way, I mean, I wouldn't call it criticizing because, you know, I I wouldn't see it as criticizing, but just giving me that feedback, you know, I think it's so important. I really agree. I really love that. And I encourage it for moms listening Two way communication means that we have to listen and be open to receiving feedback from our kids, just like we want them to. So you're role modeling that seeking input and then taking the input and seeing what you can do about it is all part of life, right? Exactly. And that we're constantly growing and learning and, and that 
you know, that whole sort of ultimate goal is how much can we grow? And the universe is one big teacher, right? So exactly. Life is just constantly designed to help us grow. And that's, that's really what you're teaching your children, which is beautiful. That's so true. But you know, it was funny, because when was it a few months ago, or whatever, I was talking to my son, and he's a and he's like, oh, well, you know, I need to go to school and learn and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you know, I learn something every day. He's like, well, you're all grown up. <laughs> I'm like, well, we never stop learning, you know. <laughs> if we have that mindset, we never stop learning, you know. And I said, I do want to learn something every day. So for a while, we had that discussion at the dinner table, because for us, it's very important that we have always dinner as a family all together. He was like, so what did you learn today? <laughs> you know, oh, and that moment. Yeah. And you know, it's so it also kind of makes you think a little bit about your day. And you know, it makes you think about just reflect and not, you know, just kind of hit pause on that autopilot and, and just think for a couple of minutes. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so really sweet. Yeah, I love that. It's the relationship between our children I always say it's it's a mutual mentorship, right? Because yes. as much as you're mentoring them, they're mentoring you on a regular basis. Oh, right? absolutely. I always say that, you know, I, 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 my son was born when I was 34. And I always say that, you know, I've learned more in the past eight years since, you know, my kids were born than the 34 years before. But um, let's talk about self-care for a second. Uh, I know you touched a little bit on it, but um, I think also as moms, you know, we don't properly take care of ourselves. And and I know you talked about it, but what are some ways, and I I feel like a lot of moms feel like self-care, you know, they need to take the whole afternoon and go to a spa or, you know, and in my personal opinion, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that's not the case. It could be just 15 minutes, you know, it could be just, I don't know, 10 minutes by yourself spending time alone. Absolutely. Self-care for me is quiet time where you can get out of your head and into your heart a little bit and sort of just allow yourself to receive. And receiving is so hard for women because we're constantly in giving mode, but the universe doesn't work in our favor when all we're doing is giving. We actually have to learn how to receive in order to really fulfill our life and really feel fulfilled. So, you know, I often ask clients that I work with, where in your day do you have five minutes where you would be alone? And sometimes women will say the shower. And I'm like, great. I have some beautiful exercises you could do in the shower in that five minutes, that could be considered self-care. And then people start to say, really? Yes. (laughs) Or maybe sometimes they say, I get five minutes when I'm in the car driving back from this dropping my kid off from school. Great, I have some things you can do in that five minutes, Right. right? So it's really important for you to just think to yourself, where is five minutes in my day, minimum, that I can be by myself, and allow myself to be receiving. And if you can come up with that, ladies, you're on the track of self-care. Yes, yes. And that's so powerful right there. I remember when my kids were still young, you know, sometimes my husband will come home from work and I had no idea what I looked like, but he would just look at me and he'll be like, go for a run. 
you know, because he knows that, you know, my, I love meditating and I love, you know, but I also, for me, like going for a run, it's like meditation, self-care, all in one, you know, and he'll be like, go for a run. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I take it from here. You go for a run. <laughs> I have to tell you, this is precisely what uh, Yellow Daily is all about. We introduce 30 days worth of different techniques and tools. And the whole purpose is not to overwhelm you and think you mm -hmm. have to do all of that. It's actually the opposite. It's to say through these 30 days, identify the one thing or two, but not more than that, that really resonated with you and spoke to you. And you say, you say I could do that every day. Exactly. And those are what is meant for your soul. That's meant for your spirit. And for everyone, it's different. You like to run. I happen to love to run too, so I get it. <laughs> Other people don't like running. They like walking or they like yoga or they like journaling. Literally, there are so many ways to, to soothe and heal your soul, quiet your mind, allow yourself to receive. There is not just one way. And so it's really important, again, <laughs> to expand your mind and to be open and try a bunch of different things and know that some might resonate and some might not. And that's okay. The point is figure out what does and then do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this is so important. This is, I mean, it's, if you think about it, it's the same also about like healthy lifestyle. There is no one, I mean, sure. There are like some things that, you know, we should be aware of, but there is no one way to like a healthy diet, for example, you know, all these like, you know, millions of different plans and so anything. on we can't just copy paste i mean i what my expertise was in the corporate world was i was helping support uh, big large changes in organizations and it, it often meant we had to think about the culture the unique culture of that organization so if a company you know because i work with the senior leadership team they would often say well you know, this company is doing really well with this type of strategy, we should just do it. And I would say, okay, but hold up. <laughs> you know, this company has a unique DNA, it has a unique culture, we might not be able to do it like that. So let's exactly. think about that. And it's the same with human beings, right? And diet, fashion, we all, you know, everything has to be unique for us, it cannot be one size fits all. Exactly. So it's a trend. Um, and your body type doesn't really, you know, look great in that trend. Don't wear the trend. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I so agree. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But I know you're busy. So I do have one last question. Where do we even begin when it comes to, you know, giving ourselves the permission? Because that's really all it is to adjust our lifestyle in the in accordance to our needs. Often where I start with my clients is what do you value? So I look at, usually I look at four different areas of our life. So there's passion and purpose, which is really what your career is and how you make money. There's your health and your mindset. So that's also like wellness. There's relationships and your love, like, you know, love with yourself, love with your partners, love with your children. And then there's self-expression or creative expression. And in those four areas, I often ask my clients, you know, what do you really value in those areas? Like if you were to think and like, just not put all the excuses of what is happening in your life now that can't meet those values, but let's say there were no constraints. What do you value and, and how would that be? How would it look for you in those four areas? 
And then what we look at is, okay, where are you today? So we then open the eyes to where the gaps are and why, why do these gaps exist? And then we start to go down the path of, okay, well, can you think of some ways that we can start to close those gaps? And I really believe in small steps. Um, mm. People don't like people often look at somebody and say, oh my God, they're just famous overnight. It never happens. Like we are human beings where change is hard. So we, we need to think, what is the first small step that I could do, right? So if today you realize you're not spending any time on yourself, well, then you it would be really hard for you to say, I'm gonna go seven days a week and spend 10 minutes on myself every day. Probably not likely to happen, right? So I, I would encourage, what could you just do for one day a week? And then maybe we build it to two days. So it just starts to, you know, you start to see the benefits and then it just becomes like this domino effect. So that's really where it is. It's, it's looking at what you want to achieve, the future state, what do you really want and what do you value and why and where are you today? And then how can you work on closing those gaps? Mm, I love that. I absolutely love that. Such a, so valuable. It, it can be really so easy if you think about it. But I think we, as you said, we see somebody, you know, successful or, you know, this and that. And we feel like it's, it's, it happened overnight. So I completely agree with you. But Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience and your knowledge. It's very, very much appreciated. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I hope that you find value in this episode and have a better understanding of the fact that it's totally normal to go all kinds of seasons in our life as mom and mompreneurs and to recognize that our needs will change accordingly. And Laura, please share where we can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thank you, Anna. It was my pleasure. I'm really, these topics I'm so passionate about. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity and the platform to share it on. So really appreciate it. And thank you for everybody listening. And yes, feel free to connect with me on Instagram. I'm Laura Katanen or Ziello Studio, also on Facebook. And then my website is ziellostudio.com. Perfect. And I'll make sure that I everything is linked down in the show notes. And again, thank you so much. And I hope this is the first to many more episodes to come. <laughs> Absolutely. We're well, sending you all love, light and imagination. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at slowvolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.